We proudly present our podcast, Living Well with Chicago Methodist Senior Services. Finding the best assisted living community isn't easy, but it can be made easier with some proper guidance. And here to give you some insider's tips and that guidance for your assisted living search is Ariel Lewis, Director of Community Outreach and Director of Assisted Living Sales at Chicago Methodist Senior Services. Ariel, thank you for your time. So when you get to the point of touring, how should we start our evaluation process? Sure. So I think that there are a few things you're automatically going to be looking at as you walk into a community. Um, Clearly, you're going to be looking at cleanliness. You're going to be looking at the way that the staff and the residents are interacting. Um, Those are all things that are very gut. Um, But I think that there are some things that are a little more nuanced that you might want to pay a little more attention to. Um, First, of course, um, for me personally, would be... um, is the community a for or a nonprofit? Um, so are the finances going right back to care and for um, the residents themselves? Um, or is there a larger for-profit community? Um, and there can be really wonderful for-profit communities, but I've found in my experience that it does make a difference. Um, and then as you're walking around, I would say watch those um, interactions between staff members and residents. Um, Are they friendly? Are people smiling? Are people happy? If you're seeing a situation um, that looks, you know, uncomfortable, maybe there's someone with some memory care needs that is being redirected. Are they, is the staff doing a good job of that? Do they look comfortable with that resident um, building good rapport? Um, I always, when I'm touring with a family, will make sure to introduce the family to a few different staff members. I'll say, Um, You know, I'd like you to meet so-and-so. She's been here for six years. Um, She's a really wonderful member of our team. And if the person who's touring isn't doing that or can't do that, um, then I kind of wonder, you know, what are your staff turnover rates? Um, Do you, have you built a really good team in your assisted living? Or are you seeing a different person meeting with your family member every day? It's not consistent team. It's not consistent staffing. Um, So those are a couple things that I would say. Um, definitely are insider things to look at. Um, Another thing Mm -hmm. I would say is um, (laughs) I'm talking about like stale smells, a smell that, you know, makes you think like, oh, maybe people aren't being really cared for the way that I want to see my family cared for. So culture and care is something really to look out for. And like you said, you can kind of feel it and know it when you walk in. Is that right? Definitely. Um, I would say a really good a good time to come in and a good way to do that would be to visit during a meal time. Um, you know, I want to know, do you have, a, you know, options for menu? Do you have different options? If my family member doesn't like roast beef and there's roast beef on the menu, what are the other options? What can they have? Is some places it's just going to be a hot dog um, and that's the alternative. So like at our assisted living, we'll have a menu with a few different options. And there's also an entire alternative menu. Um, And, you know, at Covenant Home, there is a cafe that you can eat at upstairs for lunch. And so I like to see those different options um, that give people as much independence and autonomy with their meals as possible. Um, And in slightly higher levels of care for assisted living, something that I always look for is how many people are sitting at the table in a wheelchair and how many people are sitting at the table 
um, using regular chair, um, right? So if someone, like obviously there's a good reason that someone might need to be in a wheelchair, maybe it's the comfort, maybe they have trouble transferring. But other than that, I think it's really quite an important thing for dignity to be able to sit at your table and have that be your table at your chair. Those are really good tips. So is it a good idea to talk to the residents of the community while you're in the hallway? Do you just stop and introduce yourself and say, how do you like it here? Is that a good idea? Yeah, of course. Of course you should. Um, another thing that I always do when I'm walking around with a family member is I'm going to introduce to a couple of residents um, something that I've seen at really bad tours because I've gone on tours for my own family members when we were ready to move someone into an assisted living um, is when the person touring doesn't know different residents' names, um, right? That shows like maybe this place is like a little too big and you don't, it's not as small as you'd like. It's not as intimate as a community where not everyone knows each other, right? So I know almost every resident in, our, in all of our assisted livings. I know their families. I know their kids. I know their grandkids. Um, so when I'm walking around, I think you can feel that. That is a really good tip. So, because you kind of, when you walk in, you kind of know it, right? You said at the beginning, you kind of can look around and feel like, okay, I have a good feeling about this. And you can kind of start telling uh, by your intuition and, and looking for these great cues and signs that you're giving us. Um, this is just uh, great information. So, when it comes to costs, yes. what questions should we be asking? Um, so, one thing to look for would be, um, how do you itemize care? Um, is it different tiered levels? Um, some places that I've seen, we don't do this, but some places have different itemized amounts for different care. A shower is going to be this much. Um, you know, help with cutting of your food is going to be this much. Um, so that's something to look for. How do you itemize that? Um, and then the other thing I would look for is um, if you do need higher levels of care, is that available within the network? Is there a continuum? Um, and then also, is there a financial safety net? So what happens if my loved one does start to run low on funds? What happens then? Because um, we do get phone calls often where we'll have someone who's been in an assisted living or an independent living for many, many years. And at that point, they start to run low on assets when they need a higher level of care. And that's something I hate to see and I hate to have a family be in that situation. So good thing to plan ahead for. Absolutely. So we've been talking about touring. Is it good to go online and read reviews? Is that something to give you an idea or how to, or not really? How does that work? Um, I would say with a grain of salt, of course. Um, I think the people that write online reviews either love it or hate it. Um, I know I've like Googled us and I think we have phenomenal reviews, um, but it's often the people who we've made a, like a really big impression on um, for the positive usually, um, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, it's, I think it's definitely worth looking into. Um, another way to look at um, reviews from a, a little bit of a larger perspective would be to ask to see the latest public health survey, um, which every single assisted living will have on site um, in the front. And you can just check to see, you know, we have, we're CARF accredited and we're also, um, we have, we're under IDPH regulations. Um, and so every year we'll have someone from the state come out and make sure that we're doing everything right. 
Um, and that's like a very objective way to make sure that it's a place that um, has good care. That is a really good insider tip. So you're doing a great job here, Ariel. Thank you. Uh, so I've got kind of a weird question for you. What about pets? Many seniors have pets. How does that filter into the evaluation? I love that question. Uh, kind of unexpected and very cool. Um, so different places have different pet policies. I'll tell you, for example, our pet policy at we have two different assisted living. So at Covenant Home, you can have a pet as long as you're able to care for that pet yourself. Um, at Hartwell, we do it a little bit differently where we have pet visitors come in. Um, and so we actually have someone that the son brings in the dog every single day. Um, and that's awesome. And we love that. Um, so, yeah, definitely, I think pets can be a great part of people's lives. Um, and there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to have your pets still be a part of your everyday. Well, that's good. I'm glad I asked that. It wasn't such a weird question. So <laughs> lastly, Ariel, if you could wrap it up for us, what else do we need to know about this search? Any other insider tips you can give us? Um, I mean, my biggest tip to anyone when they're in this search is just really to trust your instincts, to imagine, you know, what am I? What am I going to feel coming to visit my loved one in this place? Um, and if you can, I think it's really nice to bring um, your family member for a meal to come in and visit and see how they actually like it themselves. Um, there's nothing like that. Well, those are great insider tips. Ariel, thank you so much for your time today. And to learn more or to book a tour, please visit cmsschicago.org. That's cmsschicago.org. This is Living Well with Chicago Methodist Senior Services. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.